I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Creating that false reality, which I think I'm going to title this episode like, oops, I accidentally created a false reality. Um, (laughs) Because that is exactly what we do when we go on social media. Like we put ourselves into this virtual world full of people we don't know consuming content that we really don't care about a lot of the time and then that all influences our personal life and our everyday life hey guys welcome back to the grow and grind podcast i'm really really happy that you are here today's episode is all about personal growth and living up to these past expectations of ourselves that we set through social media um it would be great if you would follow the podcast over on instagram which is just grow and grind pod show me where you're listening to this episode i love seeing you on like a walk or like studying working um it makes me really really happy to see where this podcast fits into your everyday life um anyway let's jump into it it's been a while hasn't it um yeah sorry about that it has been a little bit of an unintentional break um I've had quite an anxious couple of weeks so I was like oh like I'll do it next week um you know I'll take a week off to look after myself and then the next week has brought like a different challenge (laughs) so um yeah it's been it's been a pretty anxious few weeks if I'm completely honest hence the lack of episodes so I've just been really prioritizing building my mental health back up and making sure that I am like in the headspace to create these more positive but thought-provoking episodes like these are the episodes I want to create I don't want to create when I'm in a bad place myself so that's where I've been (laughs) Um, but also a lot has happened in the last few weeks so I'm just going to catch you up real quick Um, I went away to Austria a couple of weeks ago which was really really nice it was actually almost a month ago now when I'm recording this which is crazy um sorry about that guys um I absolutely loved Vienna like it's such such a beautiful city and it's also just so calm like it made me realize how hectic and overwhelming London must be to tourists going away to Austria for a few days just gave me some time to completely switch off and to just really focus on building myself back up and making sure my energy and focus is all there I think like December and January was super super busy for me um and I needed that time away and I'm really glad I took it I'm really glad I feel like the timing was just like perfect I needed that break when I took it and I came back feeling super refreshed which was a really really nice feeling um but 
Speaking of work and busyness, um, I actually recently got a promotion at work, which is really, really exciting. Um, It's been a long transition process. I have known about this for like five months-ish. I'm no longer managing the influencer campaigns at my job and I'm instead working on the marketing of the company and managing and executing the creative services that we offer the creators. Um, So yeah, super, super exciting stuff. But it has been a big change for what I've been doing the past like eight, nine months. So um, I'm still very much getting used to it. It is very busy. I found that I've really just needed my own time, like just to switch off, relax. I've really, really got myself back into reading, which I am so happy about. I actually just finished um, the book Sunset by Jesse Cave, which I am raving about on every platform right now. <laughs> I absolutely adored it. It was stunning, absolutely stunning. I rated it five stars. If you're looking for a book to read that you kind of want to cry and laugh at, it's perfect. Um, But also, like, do beware that there are quite serious themes. Like, please do search up what it's about. Um, The main one is grief. So um, if that's a particularly sensitive subject for you right now, perhaps um, avoid it at the moment. I really connected with this book and I just absolutely loved it. It got me out of a reading slump. I'm now onto my next book. I'm halfway through it. I'm currently reading It Ends at Midnight by Harriet Tice. Again, absolutely loving this book. I'm on a roll. These these few books that I have been reading recently have just been incredible. So I'm really, really happy about it. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Um, and then the other exciting thing, which is added to why life has been so busy recently um is i am moving back to london soon in like two weeks time which is really really soon (laughs) um but i absolutely can't wait i'm very ready for like the next step in my life you know um at work we're going to be in the office a lot more which i'm really excited about i think there's like a lot of things that i am just buzzing about right now and coming home and having that relax and that break and that time away has made me excited about these so I very much needed that time away anywho I'm gonna stop rambling because I've just realized that I've been recording for 11 minutes and I've got to edit this tonight so I am gonna stop rambling um, and just go through my highs and lows from the past few days I'd say my high is like my confidence right now like I've been really really confident in what I'm saying, what I'm doing. I really trust what I'm what I'm doing. And I think that level of confidence has taken a lot of work for me, especially in like a professional workplace as well. I say my low for the week is just anxiety. I've been feeling quite heavy and anxious. I've got a bit of a heavy heart right now. So that's like probably my low. But I think it's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot to organize. Like I've been back and forth from London. I've been like tired, delayed journeys. Like, you know, it's just been like a bit of a hectic few weeks, really. So I'm excited to have some more stability coming in the next few weeks. So we shall see how that goes. Okay, let's jump into the episode. I also want to set the scene a little bit here. Um, I'm sat with a heated blanket which is my favorite thing in the world right now along with my weighted blanket I have two and they are the best like I use my weighted blanket to sleep it like 
relieves my anxiety. I use my heated blanket when I'm just like getting cozy in the evening. So I'm sat here like with my mic and my cup of tea and my little like computer with my notes on and I'm really just vibing. I've got like low lighting on. We're just having a really calm evening recording this. So if I sound very chilled out, this is the way we're going. I'm trying to be chill. (laughs) All right, let's jump into part one. So part one is focusing more on like personal growth and whether the internet actually allows us to grow in the same way that we would grow without it, if that makes sense. Um, So recently I've experienced a lot of personal professional growth um as i've like just mentioned a lot of that is growth and development and change um and this has led me to question what to share online and what to keep private like how much of our growth should be public knowledge and i thought this was a really good topic to talk about on here i think this public perception of being unable to grow online is largely thought of around influencers content creators you know i'm burnt out kind of videos but i do also think that it applies to those of us who aren't that and work a normal nine to five for example if we post online us learning something new your friends or followers that you have will ask about that you know it's like what we post online is the standard that we're then held accountable to for everything like if I post that I'm reading someone will ask how many books I've actually read this year or if I post like I meal prep for example like people expect me to do that every day and I think this is the culture around influencing like we see these influencers post so much of their lives and so much of their routines that we assume we see everything so this translates into the people that are in our personal life and we see them going out going to the gym and we think oh they must do that all the time it's like no they've just posted when they do it you know I don't mean the people that are generally like inquisitive into your life and ask you know how's your book going like I saw you were reading the other day how is it like I want to buy that book I don't mean those people um but I almost mean those people that take it that little step further to question like how good you are at everything I feel like it almost becomes a little bit of a competition don't get me wrong um I love that people are interested in my life and I love that I'm so interested in theirs But I kind of like posting things with a slight delay now so that I get that own time with my life, you know? If I'm having a coffee in the afternoon, I'm going to post that in the evening because you know what? When I'm having that coffee, even if I have taken an image of it, no one knows I'm having it. That's my moment, you know? Um, I think it's just having that time away from creating or consuming content too, Um, for me personally like I'm such a private person which you wouldn't think when you look at me and go oh she does YouTube occasionally uh when she feels like it (laughs) like but barely anyone knows anything about my day-to-day life my relationships my friendships um and I love that that's why nobody is posted in my Instagram feed or in my videos because I really want to be able to separate my life um, from 
what I post online. Right, part two. I want to discuss lives blending together. I know I've like briefly discussed this in the past couple of minutes, but something I find so odd about social media is that people you briefly met once or used to know at school or uni still follow you. They see who you are now, but in their head, they see who you are now, but in their head, that might not match who you were in the period of life that they knew you. And I don't know why, but this has been scaring me so much recently because everyone who is in my life right now is there because I want them there. You know, I'm choosing to tell them what I've done at the weekend or I'm choosing to say, you know, send them a picture of what I'm reading. I think if you share everything online, there's such a blur between in-person conversations and what people have seen and already know about you and your life. Like, I have really bad anxiety, so often when I'm telling a story, I might repeat something that I've said before, um, or like, and you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, did I put this on my Instagram story? Like, and that's just an extra layer of anxiety that I just never need. Like, for me, if I can avoid, like, a talking story or, like, a video kind of thing on my profile, I kind of do, because for me it just like blurs it a little too much youtube is different like youtube for me is like a little safe space like people only watch if they're interested kind of thing but instagram feels a little bit weird because i've got such a mix of people on instagram like for example i'll post like an ad or something that is directed towards you guys and the people that follow me and then i see like someone from work or someone from school see it and I'm like this is such a weird mix of people (laughs) um and I don't know like I don't know why but since school I've blocked out the fact that everyone around me can still see what I post online like people I work with family friends everyone I almost assume that my social media world is completely different and I think that's where the danger comes in because I kind of forget that people see those things and I would never post anything that I wouldn't want those people to see, obviously. Um, But it's more like the tone, you know, I I worry that there's going to be that like distinction between like the way I talk with different people. And I just find it really weird. Like I just really not sure how to feel about it. I think the thing that I struggle with as well is that those simple questions like the how was your weekend question I can't always answer because deep down I know that they've seen my weekend on my Instagram story like I know that they've seen that I was reading on Sunday afternoon I know that they've seen that I had a coffee on Saturday like there's just like those little bits that I'm like like I, I wish I could just say it as everyone else does and interact and everyone be like well like I'm glad you had a good weekend or oh like I don't know it's just weird like don't get me wrong I love being able to interact with people I know or don't know to online but it does feel weird when someone knows something about you that you haven't actually told them face to face when it's brought up face to face you're like whoa how do you know that how do you know that about me (laughs) um 
And recently this has like caught me off guard quite a few times. I think this is what the episode actually stemmed from really. Like the people I now work with in a professional environment can go online and see 15 year old me studying. Like that's, that's so weird because, you know, I might be able to go and if I really wanted to, and see them at 15 by scrolling all the way to their Instagram. But, like, for them to go to my YouTube channel is really easy, and they can see, like, a moving picture of me at 15. And I don't know how to feel about that, honestly. (laughs) Like, it's weird because I don't have really any connection with 15-year-old me anymore. I have changed so much... But those videos are also, like, a part of that, which is why I've kept them up. But I feel like those two lives blending together are just, like, two different people. And I think that's what scares me. It's like, when someone goes, oh, I saw your 14-hour study with me pop up on my recommended the other day, I can literally feel my insides moving. Like, how, how gross. And it's not that that video was bad I just don't align with those values anymore you know like I've grown up I have many values that I've gained and new perspectives that I've grown so me now would not post a video like that or maybe even say some of the things I used to say with them like oh I'm just gonna like do some science revision for three hours straight without a break um because that's just not me that's not healthy and this is like me as a 20 almost 21 year old talking you know five years ago like that's a long ass time and you can see like all of the stages I went through so yeah I guess this kind of brings me on to like distancing yourself like from the online world like recently I've been a little bit distant online um and not necessarily for the sake of like oh I don't want to be online I don't want to be posting anything that's not the case but I also like, I just want to be able to tell someone something unique about me that hasn't been posting online, like, I, that I haven't put on my story or I haven't talked about. Like, I don't want to post everything, and there's nothing I actually value more in my life right now than privacy, which I am really happy about. I'm really happy I've got to this point. I'm really happy I don't need any any validation or, you know, approval of what other people think to make my life um any more enriched but I also like privacy and being an influencer slash creator don't really mix too often and I'm trying to make them mix so it's a little bit of a tough situation um you know I I spend my week being visible to people and like I feel like my weekends are like mine like I can hide Yet, at the same time, if I'm posting them on my Instagram story, I'm posting to thousands of people. And in my head, I'm like, I'm just posting out to my community. But what I don't see within that, or don't, like, look to see often, is, like, oh, my God, there's people from school, there's people from uni, there's people who literally live down my road, there's people who, (laughs) like, I work with, there's people who I have worked with in previous years. And it's just all of that blended together. I can't get my head around it. <laughs> and, like, I I think recently it's, like, really, like, hit me because I'm like, 
I just really want to curl up in the evening, read my book, and for nobody to know what on earth I'm doing in my evening. I would love to be able to go to, like, you know, a class and not document it. And this is what I have been doing, which is why you haven't seen anything from me, because I've been trying it out, and I have been loving it. Like, I've been loving it. That just time to completely switch off not have to photograph anything, not have to video, just be in the moment doing my thing, whatever that is, whether that is something productive, something not, I'm not worrying about that perception of me. And I think this is allowing me to be more myself in other areas because, you know, when I'm filming a YouTube video at a weekend and like in a very chilled environment and then I'm like, you know, going, doing some corporate kind of stuff in the week, like it's very it's very hard to like find that balance of like where does who you are fit into that am i professional if i make a joke and like i feel like taking myself offline and taking the judgment away from thousands of people and just focusing on actually who do i want to be away from all of that um has made me actually really become more myself around the people I'm around like I'm happy to just like joke you know I have quite a dry sense of humor I think this is um the thing that I've neglected is actually what cost is that on me in the past I would make a lot of self-deprecating jokes essentially I'm making other people laugh to make me embarrassed and that's not really very fair so now like not sharing as much and not putting as much of who I am online allows me to actually really experiment with who I actually am (laughs) like I have feel like I've been in a little bit of a box of like oh I can only do these things or say these things I can only be this person or put this kind of content online and it's kind of freeing to just like almost clean the state and be like do you know what I'm gonna put on what I want to like if I am loving something I'm gonna put that on if I am like I don't know, watching something that I would love to share, I'm going to put that on. Or if I'm, you know, doing things that are good for me and I would say are a good influence to other people, I will put them online. I think I wish I could separate it. Like, I know you have, like, your close friends story, but, like, I wish I could, like, reverse it so that I have, like, the people that follow me and then, like, a group of people that um like other people like like in my life you know in my everyday life that I know and I know by name and I you know can I interact with on a regular basis I wish I could just like reverse it a little bit like have one account for my friends one account for my social media and content but it's a little bit late now because everyone follows my main account it used to be that you like decided that you were like an influencer you know like I you go oh well like you know I'm uploading on YouTube now so I'm an influencer like it was like more of a decision to put yourself online whereas like now I feel like it's just the norm like everyone's putting themselves online like everyone's filming a TikTok in the middle of their work day everyone's filming so like I feel like it's just all blurring way too much um And I just find myself needing that time away from social media, thinking about the internet. I think about the internet and content creation all the time. And in my evenings, I scroll to learn more about it and to consume entertaining content. I listen to podcasts. Like, I do everything. 
And sometimes I just want to shut off from it. And I think that's so much easier said than done. Um, But anyway, another purpose of this episode is to share with you ways that I actually distance myself from social media now that so much of my life slash work revolves around it. Um, I think this is so important. Like, even if you work in social media, like, having some way to completely disconnect and truly just enjoy your own space and your own time away from it I think it should be priority number one really I'm gonna have a sip of my tea and then I'll walk you through the top three ways that I disconnect in a life that is so goddamn digital Learning a language is something I have been recently revisiting over the past month and I have been absolutely loving it so far. This year I am learning Spanish with Lingoda which is an online learning school with professional teachers and expertly designed courses allowing you flexibility and quality in your language learning journey. They offer four languages which are English, German, French and Spanish. You can learn anytime, anywhere with live classes running 24-7. You get to choose which classes you do attend which means your experience is totally personalised and allows you to learn exactly what you want to about that language. This might be transport, conversation or bills, money. Personally for me, um, I'm starting right, right from the beginning. So my first few classes will be on the complete basics. This week has been on conversational skills and next week is going to be moving on to how to order coffee in Spanish. There's such a group feel about all the classes. You receive feedback from the teacher and the general vibe is just so, so positive. Um, Everybody is there to learn. Everybody's there to enjoy it. And I think that's what makes it different than previous learning experiences I've had of languages. You may have heard of the sprint challenge that Lingoda offer where you attend a class every day or every other day. Um, It encourages consistency within your chosen language and the incentive is that you can receive 50 to 100% cash back if you attend all of the classes in the sprint. So if you're looking to challenge yourself with learning a new language this year, join me in doing a Lingoda sprint. I have a code that you can use, which is GLOW2023, or you can click the link in the show notes to find out more about Lingoda. Number one, out of sight, out of mind is what I've titled this one. Um, This sounds so obvious, but the best thing I can do in those times where I feel completely overwhelmed and would usually, you know, revert to social media for comfort is distance myself from this. You might think this is easy. Oh, just lock your phone. Like, you know, set app limits where it says like, oh, you've you've spent an hour on Instagram today. You can't spend any more. And then you go, ignore. Um, like, like how often do you, do you actually follow this? I know I don't. Like, it's, it's just such a pain. Like, I find it more of an annoyance than helpful. Um, so my favorite way of creating distance is to completely change my space at the moment I am back at home so on my lunch breaks I am anywhere but my bedroom where I'm sat at my desk working all day I'm outside or I'm in the living room making a coffee in the kitchen and when I go to do these things I do not take my phone with me or my headphones 
or something to keep me quote unquote entertained because right now I'm training my brain to get used to silence, to get used to this quiet and peace because this is what disconnects me from such a loud and bustling online world. Like even if I'm sat in my room, it can still feel overwhelming. It can still feel like I'm just constantly surrounded by stuff. Like it's just loud, you know? Number two, I became conscious of what I'm missing out on while I'm scrolling through social media. Now, this sounds a little bit obvious again, but we look at screen time as such an unimportant thing nowadays. Like, there's obviously those people that are like, "Mm, you shouldn't spend any time on a screen, which I feel like is also a bit counterproductive because the world is so digital now. I feel like you do need to be digital for the most part like we'll look at our screen time and go oh 10 hours today oh that's nothing I was on 12 last week it's like yeah that's still not good like 10 hours is a lot of time you know but I think what we don't realize is the time that we're spending online and consuming ourselves in other people's lives is time that we can put actually like completely change our focus and put towards ourselves um we see people who have their shit together online like people that are so on it have amazing outfits to go into the office wake up at 5am run errands all day make a nutritional meal in the evening Ooh, meal prep with me wake up in my mansion with me relatable content um and we feel bad about ourselves because we don't do this what we don't actually realize a lot of the time is that through watching other people we are setting expectations for ourselves that are way too high and spending the time that we could be spending achieving maybe a couple of those things that we've set for ourselves watching others like we are we are fueling what's allowing them to be so on it when I look at my week now um, and sort of my screen time, I look at those hours and realize what I could have done in that time. And not in the sense of like, oh my God, I could have read 17 books this week if I had just not gone on Instagram. Because I, I do generally think everybody needs a little scroll, get it out of your system each day. Social media is a huge part of the world and I don't think we should completely distract ourselves from it. Um, but I think more so I look at these hours and what I could have done in terms of like changing what happens next like what has happened has happened you know we can't change that but we can change what we do moving forward and for me this is looking at three hours and saying oh I could have read 100 pages of that book that I am absolutely loving I'm hearing that thought of like oh I should have done this I should have done that and I'm like no mm mm-mm I'm going to book time into my calendar like I would anything else for the next day to do this. Now, this might sound a little bit silly to book something into your calendar. And I completely get that this isn't the norm. Like you really should be able to distract yourself as it is. Um, But I do think it's the first step because, you know, if we book in to meet a friend, we put it in our calendar. Oh, like, well, you're not going to go and scroll on TikTok when you're sat there with your friend. And if you are, that's a you problem. (laughs) Um, but the reason I put it in my calendar is because the next day, therefore, when I go to scroll on social media, I get that little notification from my calendar app to read. And I go, oh my God, I gotta get to read today. 
And it becomes a, oh my God, I get to read rather than, oh, I can't go on social media because I've told myself I can only have 20 minutes a day. It's like, no, I've replaced that time that I'm enjoying something else with something that is equally as enjoyable to me that brings me some value. Like for example, this could be literally anything by the way it doesn't even have to be social media it could be watching films and I know that that's still digital but it's a completely different kind of digital like social media you are exposed to so many people that you've never met or seen before and all of a sudden like you find yourself going oh like I I oh those are those jeans that I don't fit into it's like yeah but if you just didn't go on social media you wouldn't see that comparison and you might not think like that and I feel like it is just triggering a hell of a lot for a lot of people now this like method I guess is all about blocking that counterproductive flow state that we get ourselves into when scrolling online like the flicking between apps the constant like oh my god I've got to keep up with trends I've got to do this today otherwise I won't go viral or like there's always something that you haven't done or you haven't seen and I think that's what's so difficult about it is like you think you've had that hour where you're like oh yeah I've actually really enjoyed that time on social and then you're like oh but what about this or what I wonder what the results of that Tommy Fury fight are like do you know what I mean it's those things that you wouldn't do unless you were influenced to do them in that way and I think limiting your exposure to that is a good thing number three the third way um I disconnect from the virtual world is to be super present in the real world again this sounds silly to say out loud but often we aren't present enough in our day-to-day lives and this means that what we see on social media consumes such a large part of us when we look at our days or weeks or months you know do you remember something that a parent or friend or sibling said to you or like you know a joke that you you guys shared or do you remember like a tiktok trend or a piece of internet drama what are you wanting to do and get out of every month and i think this is what um has been in my mind specifically the last couple days there's been all this drama around selena gomez and that is just so irrelevant to my day (laughs) like do i care i know the entire story from start to finish and i never wanted to know i never cared to know i still don't care to know even now i know it but I could recite it to anyone for the next month, probably. And I feel like that's sad that that's something that I know and remember when I could be remembering a lot more important things. The best way that I find to be present is to journal when I feel overwhelmed or anxious or just a little bit like I've got a lot on my shoulders. I need a pen and paper to get my thoughts out. Now, this could be related to social. Sometimes it's not, but... I can tell you one thing, like social media never makes it better. Um, Like if I'm feeling anxious, if I go on social media, I'm going to feel worse. Like I'm not going to feel any better. It's not helping current me. So I tend to other methods of enjoyment, entertainment, watching a film, playing on games, reading, sketching, creative thinking. I focus my mind on something other than what is overwhelming me. And a lot of the time we subconsciously are being overwhelmed by social media because it's just like 
information overload all the time like think how many times you scroll through tiktok a day you know say you scroll like a hundred times that's a hundred people likely that you are seeing that you don't know like a lot of the time you don't know these people they shouldn't have any impact on your everyday and it's really weird that we like are just scrolling through it and making it such a norm when you take a break away from social you realize how much you actually use it as a comfort blanket so for example like me right now I'm recording this I'm focused on this activity me in the past would have gone oh like I'm missing out it's been half an hour let me just quickly check who's text me now you might be thinking um okay Laura but like how does this relate to the episode as a whole when we are more focused on what we're doing as individuals in comparison only to ourselves we're doing more which allows us to pick and choose what we want to share or what not to share as well whereas when we're consistently consuming what other people are doing you know any little thing that we do we share almost out of a need to look like we've got our lives together like we've we're on top of everything like the next person is it's almost not so much a choice and I think social media should always always be a choice of what you're putting out recently it's become something that is just like oh well everyone's on social I've got to be there too I've got to be posting TikToks because everyone's posting them and it's like yeah but you can choose what to post in that TikTok you know um you can choose what when to bring out your phone you can choose when to record when to not record and don't get me wrong like I'm speaking more so from the point of a like 96er than a creator right now because as a creator there are those different pressures there's like the algorithms etc etc um but you should always always come first is the bottom line of this um creating that false reality which I think I'm going to title this episode like oops accidentally created a false reality um (laughs) because that is exactly what we do when we go on social media like we put ourselves into this virtual world full of people we don't know consuming content that we really don't care about a lot of the time and then that all influences our personal life and our everyday life go to the experts don't go to some random girl on tiktok (laughs) why are we trusting people so much online like I really pick and choose who I see, who I watch, who I interact with online anymore. I like, you know, I might do a little few page scroll, see the current trends, click off. I'm not fussed, to be honest, right now about being online. And I think, honestly, that's the best thing for me right now. It might not be the best thing for you, but it's the best thing for me. Okay, food for thought right here we are so uh this is the part of the episode if you're new where you can take this however you'd like to like some people like affirmations quotes questions to think about um so you could take this as like a journal prompt a thought on a coffee walk you know just something to spark that thought or conversation within yourself so this week's food for thought is we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by purpose i'm sorry but this just really spoke to me really spoke to me like we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by purpose sorry but this is just like so accurate to this episode and accurate to how I'm feeling right now um so some journal prompts that I 
would take from this if you would like to journal along with me are what's my purpose today what can I do today to fulfill a purpose for me and me only um what has distracted me today or something that I've compared myself to what can I do that inspires me and moves me closer to where I want to be in life Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so happy that you are here and sorry for the lack of episodes over the last month. I promise I am doing my best to get them up as regularly as I possibly can. I am trying to get them up every week. That is always a name, but also um, I can't put out good content if I'm not good. So it depends on me too. And I think that's like something that, again influencer culture everybody like it's hard to be like oh I'm taking a week off because I'm not doing too great you know um but I just want to make that make you all aware I'm doing my best I'm going to try and get an episode up every week once I'm in more of a stable environment and I'm like it's settled and I know where I'm going to be in the next year um I will have more regular content which I am really excited about um anyway I've loved chatting. I appreciate you so much. Have an amazing week. Um, Thank you for listening again. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 